What is happening guys? Welcome back to another episode of the CBM Effect. I hope that you're well uh, and I hope that you enjoyed your summer since we've last spoke, I say we, <laughs> um, since you've listened to my rambles. In regards to solo podcasting, August was a really quiet month to me at my end. It's going to be part of what we talk about today. I've got an assortment of many topics that I want to sort of ramble and rant on about today. But just a little update on myself for those who listen to the podcast on the regular. I know there's a few people and I greatly appreciate it. So at the end of July, I actually moved flat. I moved in with my girlfriend. We got ourselves a wee puppy and... Basically, I spent the month of August in a little bit of limbo because the mic was at the old flat and there's part of it laziness, don't get me wrong, but the routine just got completely uplifted uh, and I was completely thrown off the mark. Um, And we could call it laziness, we're being brutally honest, we could call it laziness, it kicked in. Uh, I got a little bit sloppy with it, the the pup took my attention, which is fair, priority shift, Um, but officially got moved in, given the keys back to the old place and we're set up here now. which is good. Uh, Theo, the little puppy, uh, he, he's great. Uh, wouldn't change him for the world. Uh, delighted with him because I've, I've always wanted a dog my whole life um, and, and he's great. But he's an annoying little bastard. <laughs> I've had to lock him in the other room now. He has a little bit of an attention complex. So if he was to hear me talking to the laptop, not giving him any attention right now, we would be met with a ton of barking and I'd have the toes chewed clean off me <laughs> um, but yeah that kind of threw me out of sync uh, and then we obviously get towards the end of August we've got moving we've got occasions happening all the time um, a little bit in limbo in terms of what was happening with my my, my composition plans I had recomped and then I was waiting we had to wait on blood work to come back um, which again I'll go into a little bit and then we had weddings and we had festivals. I was at Creamfields. We went, we had family. I say we had family. I, I had to take trips up north. I had, uh, I lost my granny. Uh, I just completely put out my way. Uh, but anyway, that sort of got me thinking about what we could talk about today. And that is what, what do you do when you find yourself out of routine and a bit of a rut and you just cannot get yourself back together? Because that was something that I really, really struggled with in the month of August. Um, like I got the usual basics done. I got my check-ins done. Any programming stuff, PT, that was all done. But anything above and beyond that, it was just non-start. Like I'd find myself putting off tasks that would literally take all of 10 minutes, putting off by weeks and days and days. And it was frustrating because I knew that I was doing it. It's not like I was like naive to what was going on I knew in my head I was like something's not right here nothing's clicking I've completely lost my my drive my initiative uh which was really really frustrating but when it comes down to it you can combine it with uh lack of preparation lack of routine and and laziness and I'm only finding myself recently really coming back into the swing of things and when you get like this, which I'd imagine many of you are post-summer, you just kind of feel a little bit up in the air. And if you're not, by the way, massive congrats, because having worked with a ton of people, um, I know firsthand how many people just go off the radar in summer. Um, they get lost in the moment and they completely put their goals to the side. And that's fair, but it's always going to be now you're going to have to spend time post-summer trying to get back to where you were pre-summer. So if you were able to sort of keep things in check over the summer, uh, a massive well done to you. So going into actual routine and what we can do in that instance I think one of the first things you need to be able to do is be honest with yourself like 
what standards do you actually have for yourself and are you meeting them? Like basically when it came down to it, I had to pretty much just give myself a talking to it. I was like, well, what the fuck are you playing at? Like you're not achieving anything right now. Like you need to sort your shit out. Um, nothing was going backwards by any means, but you're just kind of at a standstill. That's not progression. Uh, I'm all about that. I'm all about uh, being driven and stuff. So to not have that, it was a bit of a, right, time to sort your shit out. You just kind of be like, right, remember what the fuck you can do. Remember remember who you are and what you're capable of. Uh, fucking hell, I'm probably going to come out with I'm a strong, independent man <laughs> next. But in all seriousness, like you've just got to... Like, you've got to match your standards like what do you expect of yourself and that's something that i drill into the people i coach all the time i'm like yeah you may have your targets given to you by me but what do you expect of yourself having some non-negotiable minimum standards that you expect of yourself day to day across the day across the week that if you don't meet you know you're just being a lazy bastard to put it bluntly i think that's really important to have that in place like going above and beyond the bare minimum what do you expect of yourself what can you do uh like when it comes down to it and i started putting some of that in place i mean like right i need to make sure i get at least this done uh i'm putting deadlines on getting stuff done so it was a combination of um breaking up the day uh i was really like i say going between two flats to get shit done i was had a particularly busy pt because with all these things going on all these trips away and these occasions i was backing up my work to take time off and then i was finding myself particularly rushed for time as well and when I'm rushed for time, that's what stresses me out. Uh, for example, I, I I can deal with missing a workout. I know how important rest is. And I know I'm not going to go backwards by having to take a few days off. But what will get on my tits is when I've got 40 minutes to get a workout that I know will take double that time. And that's where I get a little bit stressed. And there was a lot of that going on in August, just being really tight for time. But again we can circle that back. That's just lack of preparation. That's me taking 20 minutes longer at lunch than I needed to. That's me lying in bed for 10 minutes longer than I needed to in the morning. Uh, just procrastinating pretty much. And it came to the point, right, let's set some non-negotiable minimum standards. What do I expect of myself here? Let's get a structure in place and a routine. For example, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, well, we're talking Sunday to Wednesday at this point, or check-in days for me. And just this week just passed here, Monday, Tuesday, uh, I had Monday off and I had Tuesday off until like like mid-afternoon. And having that time to do check-ins and not be rushing, having the time I needed to work out made all the difference. So you need to sort out your schedule. That's going to be a big thing. Give yourself the time to do what you need. And I know that certain people have different priorities and it's easier for some people than others. But at the same time, you'll prioritize what you find important. You'll find time to watch your TV shows. You'll find time to scroll your phone. You'll find time to, I don't know, go out of the weekend. It's just prioritizing what's important to you. Not looking at it as the here and now, because I know that a lot of the time people can get in this mindset of, I'm not getting anywhere. I'm not getting, and I've actually found myself having this chat with a few of my, my team members lately, where they're not, they feel like I'm not getting anywhere. And I was like, right, let's put it into perspective. Where are you now versus where were you six months ago? What you're doing today will add up so that the person you want to become a year from now will become a reality. And I think that's sometimes important as well is, is yeah, breaking down your goals to a, a manageable standard where you're in a low stress environment, but also realizing that what you do today will shape who you are in a year's time. And it doesn't have to be grinding, 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 but there has to be some form of effort and you have to have some form of schedule and structure, some application of effort into your day-to-day -day life. 
because to not have that would be a standstill. You're not going to get to where you want to be. Uh, and I think that's some really important take-homes there is just planning out your week a little bit better, making sure that you give yourself the time. Like, for another example, again, some, some client conversations I've had lately, uh, you need to serve yourself before you can serve others. Like, if you're coming, if you're, let's say, for example, you're going about your day, you're mad rushed, you're not getting a chance to do anything, you're getting home, you're shoving food in you, you're, you're, you've got something to do for work, and then you go straight to bed. Where is the time for you? Your environment will reflect upon your decisions that you make. And when your environment is full of stress, that's going to impact the decisions you make on your food choices, your exercise choices, how you deal with people around you, your relationships, your coworkers, your friends. We need to serve ourselves first. We need to have our own shit in order so that we can help everything else around us. We are stressed. We're going to take the most accessible, quick choices for food. That poor quality food is not going to be absorbed and utilized well. We're going to feel lethargic off the back of it. We're not going to want to exercise. We're going to feel very sluggish. When we feel sluggish, we're in a bad mood. Our energy levels are low. See what I mean? So by having time set aside to structure these things, it can really help. Now, these are all sort of standalone points. And you might still be asking, yeah, but how do I actually go about just getting back into it? Literally, the best thing you can do, or I say the best thing, for me, for me, the best thing that I could do was just immerse myself back in routine. Be like, right, enough's enough. I'm not going to, nothing's going to magically happen overnight if I don't decide to do something about it. So let's just throw ourselves back into routine. Uh, and just to clarify, like at no point did I become sloppy or anything of the sort. I, it's not like I was not working to the standard. I just wasn't going above and beyond. I, I, I was doing the bare minimum. Uh, and I don't like that in the slightest. So yeah, I just threw myself back into it. I was like, first few days, I'll be a little bit weird. And then you'll be straight back into it. And now we're talking a week and a half uh, and I feel so much better. I'm back to having even things like you'll notice if anyone closely follows that I was quiet on Instagram for about a week and a half. And that was around the time when everything was the family stuff, um, which is fair. But I, I fell out of sync with that. And once I lose my rhythm, my footing, it's like you completely stumble. So the best thing that I could do for me was get back on it. So I'm sitting at the weekend and I'm like, right, let's write out five Instagram posts for the week. Let's make sure that's done. Uh, let's make sure that your schedule's done. Set aside a three hour block so that you can eat and train, that kind of thing. Right, you're going to do a podcast. Message Thomas, when can we do it? For example, it's just writing down a list that he's done and then literally just doing it. There's no magic secret. Sometimes you just got to force yourself into it no matter how much you little you can be bothered same principles of workout sometimes you can't be bothered going the worst part is getting off the couch but you know once you get there you get started you'll be fine you know once you're done you'll feel great for it the hardest part is getting started just remember that and just throw yourself in sometimes it's one of the best things you can do my mic has just fell over because in the move from one flat to the other i've lost my mic stand it's getting balanced against the carton of orange juice uh, but anyway Another topic I want to kind of talk about today uh, is something that I think is really important. It's really showing through um, in regards to the people I coach. Uh, and it's something that by focusing on the levels of progression will become tenfold. It's going to just get so much better. And that is focusing on the quality of what you do. And that's of your day-to-day -day routine. That's the quality of your food, the quality of your workouts, the quality of your rest, the quality of your stress management all these things will factor in to the person to the version 
you want to become. Your body composition will be reflected based off of the quality that you can put into your plan and yourself. Remember, if you cannot serve yourself, you will not serve others around you. Look out for number one always. And that sounds really selfish, but it's not. In order to be selfless, you have to be selfish sometimes. Energy starts with number one. Uh, And I think that it's not a case of what can you do, how much can you do. It's a case of how well can you do what you do. More is not more. Less is more. I'd rather you do less very well than more very poorly. Now, let's take, for example, um, you're having a manic day and you wake up first thing in the morning and there's no time. It's, I don't know, you, you skip your water, you have a coffee, you go to lunch, you buy a ready meal, you get home, it's a microwave meal because you've got no time. You quickly th- get yourself to a workout, it's pre-workout at night. Um, you get straight back to bed, you watch an hour of TV and you just jump into bed. Uh, that is a prime example of a very poor quality day. Whereas when you can factor in things like having quality hydration to allow you to move, to allow you to perform, to allow you to feel full and satisfied, when you factor in actually having nutritious single ingredient, single ingredient foods that will be absorbed and utilized better by the body to allow you to perform better, to feel better, to look better, all these things will be better. Uh, making sure that you remove caffeine at night so that you can lower um, the effect of caffeine on the body so that you can get a good night's sleep. Having a cutoff time at night so that you can make sure that you get a chance to lower cortisol levels so that you can put yourself into the best position possible to get a quality, not quantity, night's sleep. Uh, two lots of eight hour sleeps can be very different. Just because you were in bed for eight hours, it does not mean that you're well rested. It will be down to the cortisol um, levels in the body. And by having time at night where you can relax, unwind and get a chance to lower those cortisol levels will do wonders. Uh, having a pre-bed routine where you get off your phone, you've got your cool room, you've got this dark, um, maybe a hot bath or a shower beforehand, you maybe stretch just to cool the heart rate down. Guided breathing can be really, really good. It's something I have utilized there. Uh, if you're someone that struggles to switch off, maybe you need a journal or a diary, you can write shit down in. Uh, make sure, again, goes back to this end of the day, number one, look out for yourself. Uh, make sure that at night you get a chance to switch off and just take care of yourself rather than having to worry about everyone and everything else around you. And I do know, I do know that for some people that's easier than others. If you've got a family, you don't have much option, um, but just control what you can control. There is no, there's no net, there's no benefit, sorry, to allowing yourself to work, be worked out about the things that you have no control or say over. If you're concerning yourself with something that there's nothing you can say, do or think that will change it, then it's wasted negative energy. And again, for environments having negative thoughts, that will transfer to our mood, to our energy levels, to our ability to get shit done. Uh, Focus only on what you can control, or I say only, prioritize the things that you can control, that something you say, do, or think may have an impact to change that. I think that is really important. And as we go past summer, and whether you're looking to get back in shape or just progress, whatever the goal is, look out for the quality in your plan. Make sure that the workout, because we've not touched on this one now, the workout, let's take an example. 60 kilograms of squats for 10 reps. Two different 10 rep sets can be very different, create very different stimuluses for the body. Uh, And again, let's take, for example, the first set of 10 reps. You might go down really slow, um, proper bounce out the bottom. Um, Slot drop might be an easy way to sort of uh, describe it. You know, I'll be slot drop out of the bottom of the squat. Back up, proper, try and squeeze your bum, but you overarch to the point where you put loads of pressure through your lower back. Um, no tension there whatsoever. Or 
you can get breaths from the top. You can go down very slowly, spreading the floor with your feet as you get down. Remove any inertia and momentum at the bottom, very slight pause and drive up. Think about pushing your hips forward, squeezing without overextending at the top with minimal pause. You'll create a lot more tension. You'll get a lot more quality from that. And remember when it comes to your muscles and your workouts, they, they don't understand that you're squatting. They don't understand that it's 60 kilograms. They understand the tension you can place upon them. They understand the force that you can produce to contract them. And they understand the stress that you can put them through uh, in the most stable environment impossible. So something to consider when it comes to your workouts, Think about the quality of what you're doing. Can you feel the muscles you're working? Is there any unnecessary aches or pains? Are you moving too fast? Does each rep look the same? Are you sacrificing quality for quantity? If you can't get to the rep range prescribed, take what you can with good form and you just adjust for next time. Just lower the weight down, uh, that kind of thing. The quality is what will get you to where you want to be. You've got a goal at hand, then you want to act and behave with purpose. The good quality foods will allow your composition to be better. It will minimize bloat, water retention. It will allow you to feel, move and perform better, which will improve your energy and your mood levels. Other way about, your, your mood and your energy levels. Um, when you're properly training with quality, with intent, with purpose, and not just going through the motions, you'll get a much bigger stimulus from the body. When you're well rested, you'll actually allow the body to recover from these workouts. You'll allow fat loss or muscle gain to happen. It doesn't happen during the day. It happens at night in context. Uh, what I mean is that if it's not, if sleep's not in place, you're greatly hurting your chances or your ability to maximize your progress might be a better way to put that. Uh, so I hope that makes sense straight away. That was a couple of topics that I wanted to sort of touch upon today. Uh, just a couple other ones. Um, so going into the sort of month of September, the podcast, it will be coming back um, to the norm. Um, so we'll be making sure we get some more weekly things. And I've said it here. And if I don't do it, call me out. Uh, I've got three specific clients that we'll be doing podcasts with in the coming weeks. Uh, you know who you are if you've listened to this because we've already arranged it. All with different stories to tell that I think will be of incredible value to listeners that will take away lessons that you can utilize in your own journeys. Uh, if there's ever topics that you want to talk about yourself, uh, please do ask. Um, we're now in September, the summer is over, and I wrote an Instagram post about this today, uh, or no, yesterday, sorry. So your work for your version of 2022 should be beginning now, if you've not already. Um, give yourself the time that you need. Uh, make sure that's quality time, again, circling back to that. Uh, obviously, it's a little bit different when I when I'm talking about like an eight week challenge and stuff. That's that almost encourages that concept that, that shit can be achieved in eight weeks, uh, and it can. A lot of it can. You can achieve some good fat loss there, but to achieve real long results, um, proper results, proper change, it's going to take a lot longer. So by starting to work now, you give yourself enough time to finish twenty twenty one in a much happier, more confident place, uh, and you allow yourself to go into 2022 at a leisurely pace uh, where you're not sprinting to the finish line, um, whatever that goal may be, whether it's a, goal, a holiday or a wedding or whatever it is, um, you allow yourself to make mistakes. You allow yourself to enjoy social occasions. Um, and that, again, brings me to another little round topic. Uh, something I've, I've noticed a couple of social media trends lately. Um, and it's something that obviously has always been there, but it's just come to my attention. Now, the first one, I've had about three different clients tell me this now. And if this is happening to you, I want to sort of answer why. If you ever find 
that you have some form of Instagram coach or online coach DMing you asking you for help. Oh, hi, thanks for following. Oh, you are doing great. I hope you're doing well. Just trying to engage in conversation, but you don't know who they are. That is someone that is after your money, okay? A few people have been like, oh, why is this person talking to me? Or are they being really nice? There might be the genuine intention there to help, but you are a sales target. They, that is sales 101 because they want your money. And I am part of one group where I know for a fact that this is what they do. They have specific scripts written to get you in the DMs, to get you on calls, to sell you programs for more money than you would even want to know. Um, some ridiculous amounts of money. Uh, I don't do that for the record. Anyone that coaches that works with me can vouch for it. But yeah, they've literally got scripts to make you feel shit for you to feel like you need to buy into them. So if you feel like you've got, you're doing good on your own, um, then great. But I would highly encourage you to not take these people on and do your research rather than because someone's nice, been nice and decided to ask in your DMs. Um, sometimes, like I say, sometimes they are full of good intentions, but I know two of the coaches that have done this. Um, and at the end of the day, you're a metric. They want your money. And if you challenge them or if you don't say no, you'll notice they quickly go away. Uh, so yeah, that's just a heads up because it's something I'm noticing a lot lately. People are deciding after September, they've got some sales targets to hit to close out the year. So something to be wary of. And another one I want to touch on here as that was a little bit of a little rant, (laughs) um, dieting versus consistency. Now you'll find there's kind of two camps of coaches. There's the diet crew and there's the anti-diet crew. That's, uh, oh, how dare you be in a calorie deficit? You must do consistency. You must give yourself time versus you must be in a deficit. You need to crack on. And I kind of find myself along the side of both sides of the camp. Uh, and it might confuse you. Like you can see some posts on Instagram that almost make you feel bad because you want to diet down and get lean. And it comes a time um, where it's inevitable that if you want to be lean, you're going to have to drop some body fat. You need to diet. If you've got a timeline, that needs to be done. Uh, consistency will always trump everything for long-term sustainable maintainable change but don't ever feel bad uh, because you've read an Instagram post that says you shouldn't diet like for example uh, if you want to do a photo shoot uh, which is a great thing by the way uh, a really great thing to a really great challenging goal Um, same principle as if you wanted to run a half marathon like you need to work for you to train towards it what is the problem if you want to train and diet down so that you can look in the best shape of your life um, I've had a few people being triggered lately by posts and I'm like, just ignore it. Just do you. When it comes to social media, if you see posts or people that trigger you or make you feel bad about yourself, the unfollow button, just do it. Um, you, again, you're a product of your environment. And if you're seeing things on social media that make you feel bad, that will reflect in your daily actions, your daily moods. Um, so when it comes to the consistency side of things, if you're a long goal, let's take, for example, two camps of people. Let's take someone that just wants to lose a stone. They're not bothered when, um, let's make that two stone for argument's sake, actually. Two stone, they're not bothered when they do it. They just want to feel happier and healthier. Then yes, absolutely. Consistency building habits is going to be the big thing. And everybody needs to do that in the first place anyway, by the way. Those things, like dieting is, uh, dieting and consistency, they overlap. Like you need to build habits for both. You need to be consistent at both anyway. But finding out what works for you is going to be most important. And there's absolutely no reason that this person that has two stone, that they want to lose two stone, who maybe has three stone to lose, but they just want to lose two, um, should be restricting themselves or suffering because of that. Like if you're you're someone um, with a bit more weight to lose, then patience is your best friend. 
uh, going slowly but surely will get you to where you want to be because if the weight comes off fast it's going to go back on relatively quickly whereas if it comes off slower uh, you're going to enjoy yourself a lot more and it's more likely that it'll stay along stay off along the way and I think that's a really important note there is you again social media coming back into it, you can see all these people and they're completely shredded or they're doing something in 12 weeks or whatever and you're thinking that I must do that when in actual fact if you remove that timeline of 12 weeks and give yourself eight months give yourself a year it's going to be much more enjoyable uh, and you're going to be able to do it at a much more sustainable pace and that's a quite a boring answer sometimes people don't like that um but again it's going to be in your best interest to just take things nice and slowly at a consistent rate now let's take somebody else let's say they want to do a photo shoot or let's say they just want to get ready for a holiday in ibiza as a generic option then you're going to have to lose fat and understand that when your body your body has fat for a reason it's there for an emergency storage of energy should you need it should you be should you be starving uh say you're lost in the desert or something it's an actual evolutionary thing so your body doesn't want to lose these things and at some point you will become into maintenance if you're just intuitively doing things in order to get past that you need to you need to be in a diet a deficit so maybe you need to eat less maybe you need to move more and that does not ring true for everybody eat less move more is more important when it comes to the sort of dieters and that's whilst managing recovery and fatigue uh, and managing stress but don't feel bad for having a big goal where you want to get leaned down just because you've seen somebody or a, 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 one of those what they call the memes with the quotes and all that saying that you shouldn't have to do that like you should own whatever goal you have uh, and if that if some post gives you negative energy, just unfollow them because uh, I've had this conversation more than once uh, in recent times. So there comes a time where you may need to actually move more or eat less and you may need to be a little bit more restricted. The leaner you need to be, the leaner you want to be, the less sustainable it is, but the more sort of tunnel vision you need, the less balance becomes into it. Uh, and I think that having done a couple of preps and I've been, lean, very, been very, very, very lean a couple of times, um, it's an incredibly hard process but it's an incredibly rewarding one um, to wake up having seen things you've never seen before uh, and doing things, breaking challenges, doing things you didn't think you could that wasn't possible uh, is an incredible feeling. So if that's ever something that you've got in mind, then absolutely do it and don't let someone you don't know on Instagram tell you not to do it. Uh, so I just want to give a wee little ramble on that. Uh, and this is what happens when I don't script these things. I don't have little bullet points to talk about. We ramble on. Um, so Hopefully that makes up for uh, a few weeks of that new podcast. That's a bit of a longer one today. So we kind of covered a few things. We've talked about like getting in, back into routine after falling off the bandwagon. We've talked about the importance of quality over quantity, um, including your training, your workouts, your sleep, all that kind of thing. Um, spoke about the importance of social media and not letting it harness you into negative energy. Um, being proud and on owning your goals, not letting the influence of another opinion dictate that goal, like own it. And then, of course, look out for those coaches in your DMs. <laughs> right, next one will probably be, next up, uh, next week will probably be a podcast uh, with one of my clients this time. We need to arrange that. So, yeah, good to be back. Any questions or issues, please do let me know. I hope you enjoyed this one um, and we'll catch up again soon. Thank you.